Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. And I'm Ryan Warner. <laughs> Man, we had two really good intros. That, and that you could have be a good one, intro. And you have one line. That, that could be an intro. A good intro. Yeah? Yeah. Well, oh. What does that mean we're batting 500? Is that the term for baseball? Out of three attempts, and we got two of them, we're batting 667. Oh, I thought it was 500. My bad. No. That was close. And we are the Movie Knights. Well, some of them. If you're watching us because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies, so kick back, grab a snack, and thank you for being a part of the conversation. See? Oh, are, are 500, you, like I said. Are you mad because uh, I said we'd do a different intro today and I forgot about it? Is that what happened? No, absolutely not. I just decided to fuck with you. I, you did a good job. Thanks. That sounds gross. Someone's car is just dying outside. Um, but anyway, welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining us again. We have a couple interesting things to talk about here. Some movie news stuff, some uh, award season stuff, mm-hmm. and we'll probably talk about movies of 2004 if we feel like it. But Ryan, uh, what do you want to start off with? you want to start off with award season? Do yeah, you let's start, start off, off with award season just because that's the big thing right yeah. now. Yeah, of course, man. Um, so as we're recording this uh, on Monday, last night was the SAG Awards yes. for the Screen Actors. Yes. Um. And just one thing I wanted to point out before I push it over to you is uh, Brad Pitt won and gave a hilarious speech yes. that I thoroughly loved. Yes, um, that was very funny. But uh, is there anything coming out of that that gives you hopes for the Oscars? Any insight? Uh, Joaquin that... and Brad Pitt have been sweeping. Yep. So they're the obvious front runners. However, it's still one of those things of like, do we have a Glenn Close scenario where someone else just comes in and wins right at the Oscars? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I still think Adam Driver's got a shot at that lead actor one. I, I do think it's Brad Pitt's award to lose still. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll know on February 9th. Yeah. And uh, also, um, Parasite won the Ensemble Award, mm-hmm. which is like the SAG's version of Best Picture, which is huge. Because then 1917 won the PGA Award. The Producers Guild of America. Yeah. So now you have 1917 winning, you have Parasite winning, and then if another movie wins a DGA, everyone's going to lose their shit because it's going to be like, who is the fucking front runner? Yeah. So we'll see. Like, honestly, it's probably, it's like between four films, not just like say? two. I'd say it's between 1917, uh, Jojo Rabbit. Really? Jojo Rabbit? Because mm-hmm. it won the editing award Okay. Parasite. 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, and I used to say The Irishman. I don't think so anymore. I'm honestly going to go with Joker, man. Yeah? Yeah. It, Joker definitely has legs that I don't think anyone was expecting. Mm-hmm. And it has and 11 nominations. It's bound to win one. Yeah. No, at, Best least, picture. at least. <laughs> I hope fucking Ford v. Ferrari comes out of nowhere, wins Best Editing and Best Picture. Yeah. What's interesting, uh, we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. that like if you look back uh, at the Best Picture wins and just kind of Oscar history in the past recent years, mm-hmm. you can always narrow it down to like, two yeah. uh, movies mm-hmm. like it's between this and this the most infamous one would be Moonlight and La La Land yeah. it's down between those two uh, but like you said it's down to four movies this year instead of just like the typical two yeah uh, like I, ge- I genuinely don't know what will win Best Picture this year yeah and I think any movie that wins will be deserving of it because I, so I thoroughly loved every single one of the nine movies I'm that with were nominated you. Yeah, I'm with you and uh, also um much like you said about usually it being between two movies. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen this before with There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men, going mm-hmm. back to, like, 2007 and eight, And then you had uh, 
Shape of Water and um, Three Billboards. Mm-hmm. And then you had Green Book and... Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, I know. No, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting the other one. That was ever... it Black Klansman or Black Panther? No, no, it wasn't either of them. They were both nominated, but it was between Green Book and then this movie. Roma. Roma, Roma. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, okay, okay. that was it. But we did go into it saying that mm-hmm. if Roma won international, yeah. it's yeah. not winning Best Picture. Which I think is the same case for Parasite as well. I mean, unless it just fucking comes in and wins both. both. That'd be awesome. That'd be I, awesome. I, I do think Parasite is a far superior movie to Roma. I agree. So I, agree. I wouldn't be Big surprised agree. if it does. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I would, I'd freak out. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but any other things coming out of this? Any other thoughts on award season? What are you looking forward to about uh, the DGA? Because that's mm-hmm. next weekend. Yeah. So next week we'll obviously have the results and I talk think, about that. I think the DGA is going to be interesting to see what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm really just curious to see how... Because like there are some nominations that are different from the Academy Awards. And I'm going to see if maybe, I don't know where those people come in and win, because we've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. We've seen Ben Affleck win the DGA and not even get an Oscar nomination, so mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. Uh, I'm mostly interested to see who will win Best Director there, because then they are the frontrunner to win Best Director at the Academy Awards. Yeah, and I pointed it out last week that uh, every director from the past, I think, five or six years that won a Golden Globe won the mm-hmm. Oscar. Mm-hmm. So right now, I'd have to say Sam Mendes mm-hmm. is the clear frontrunner. Um but like you said, we'll, we'll, we'll see, see this weekend. We'll yeah. see, man. So we also have some movie news to get into. Some kind of old news at this point, but, you but know, we're we kind of slow. Yeah, and we didn't get the chance to talk about it. Yeah. Um, Scott Derrickson. I like Scott Derrickson. I think he's a great filmmaker. Mm-hmm. He made Sinister, which is one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. He made Doctor Strange in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is a pretty rad dad movie. Rad dad character as well. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a good fit. Was very active on Twitter about talking how much he loved it. And he was signed up to direct the sequel, Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness. Which is going to be a horror-driven... According to him, yes. But now, unfortunately, him and Marvel have gone their separate ways due to creative differences, although I don't think it's too much of a bad split because they seem to be very amicable about the whole thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to find out more as time goes by. Hollywood Reporter, Variety is going to get a scoop. It's like, here's what happened. But the common theory right now is that he Scott Derrickson wanted to go more horror and Kevin Feige was like, "Mm, maybe not. not. Not what I'm envisioning. And so naturally, the creative split. And you know, you'd rather see it happen now than like halfway through production. Yeah, <clears throat> Lucasfilm. But basically, Solo. Uh, basically, it's sad to see because I think Scott Derrickson is an excellent filmmaker. But Marvel is also really good at finding people who tell great stories, plucking them out of the indie group, and putting them into their films. So I'm curious to see who they get to direct Doctor Strange to. Yeah. But um, I am a little bit sad that it won't be Scott Derrickson because he one he was very passionate about the material. And two, uh, he was a fantastic director. But I am happy that this probably means he'll go and direct more horror stuff because I love Scott Derrickson's horror. I hope DC just fucking snags <laughs> him like they've been doing. This is the fall of Marvel and the God. rise of DC. Jesus Christ. Um, no, but it is sad. I mean, it always sucks when someone loses their job. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it would have been... If if these rumors are to be true about Scott Derrickson wanting it to be more horror and Kevin Feige being like, eh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that is a huge missed opportunity. Obviously, the movie isn't done yet. We don't know what the final product is going to be. But I just think that there's so much they could have done as far as a horror aspect because he does come from a horror background. Mm-hmm. So it had just been fascinating to see like a Doctor Strange horror-driven movie, mm-hmm. um, especially if they were kind of pushing the rated R, which they wouldn't have. No. But they, 
it, it would open up a lot of possibilities for them. Yeah. Which I think is what he was very excited to do. Again, if these rumors are true that he wanted to go more horror driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you never know. Maybe they make up and they, he works on another project. Yeah. Maybe, um, you know, I, I'm curious to what the actual story is and that, that could be the real story. But I'm curious to find out more about it. But uh, it's sort of a bittersweet situation because, you know, I know they're going to find a filmmaker that's going to do a great job. So yeah. I'm not like, you know, but at the same time, uh, it sucks when you see someone start something and they're not able to finish it. Mm-hmm. Like we almost had with James Gunn there. Now, question, because I feel like this kind of begs the question of is this like kind of the fall of the superhero genre, especially since it like, again, if these rumors are true of Kevin Feige wanting it to go this way, my way or the highway kind of mentality. And some of these directors aren't willing to play ball, whether it's, I mean, James Gunn was willing to play ball, but that's his whole situation was fucked up. Um, but now Scott Derrickson, like if another director leaves, like Taika leaves mm-hmm. Thor, Love and Thunder, would you be worried? Yes, but I wouldn't be worried about the superhero genre. Okay. I mostly be worried about Marvel at, at that point. Mm-hmm. But, like, Joker just got 11 Oscar nominations. I think the comic book genre is fine. Okay. Because you have DC making films like Joker, you and you had Fox or Disney now, but you had Fox making films like Logan and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. You, know, you had these people start branching out and making these very different and unique types of films mm-hmm. to sort of see where they would stick with the audiences. And a lot of them have worked out. Mm-hmm. Marvel has their thing. They're doing their thing. They're the best at their thing. So I can't really blame Kevin Feige for wanting to stick to their thing. And they've adjusted a little bit. Like uh, in the phase two, you start to see more of director's footprints on the films. And in phase three, you know, the score has increased and, you know, the stakes and the um, violence sort of increase. Like, mm-hmm. they, they do vary things a little bit. But at the same time, you know, you have to stick to your brand. You know what the audience wants of you and they're going to expect that. And I think that's what Kevin Feige is trying to do, him and Bob Iger mm-hmm. and Alan Horn. But I think... Um, uh, if you start to see more directors leave, they're just going to go to other studios that have similar properties and they can do their own thing. Like Todd Phillips, very much, that's very much his movie on Joker. Yeah. And I think that if Warner Brothers wants to do more stuff like that, like, hey, come make a Riddler movie, come make a Lex Luthor movie, come, you know, make it whatever you want, mm-hmm. then that's, is it going to attract more filmmakers and the genre will thrive even if it moves towards that direction? Mm-hmm. I just don't think Kevin Feige and Marvel and Disney are ready to move their MCU into that direction yet. Okay. So I think that would be the main concern is them. But until Black Widow comes out and bombs, until Eternals comes out and doesn't make money, until Shang-Chi comes out and doesn't make money, until you see like three in a row that aren't doing very well, they don't have to worry about anything. They can keep doing what they've been doing because they just, they now have the biggest movie of all time. Yeah. So until shit goes bad for them, they're going to keep doing what they're doing. You know, don't broke it if it's not, don't fix it if it's not broken. Yeah. So I can't argue with that mentality, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes in the future mm-hmm. in terms of the types of comic book films being made. Yeah. I think they've got about 10 more years. Okay. I think what's interesting, too, that's keeping the comic book genre alive mm-hmm. is you do have what hopefully spawns more character study-driven movies on the DC side because you yeah. have like the superhero wins it all mm-hmm. on Marvel, and then you have the dark, gritty... Storytelling, well, and I think that with the new leadership over there, with Walter Hamada going over there, they kind of realize like, hey, we're not going to do it as good as them. Yeah, but so let's just do our thing. Mm-hmm. And so they've been hiring filmmakers. Like they still have movies in the DCEU, like Shazam, like Wonder Woman yeah. eighty four. But then you also have Matt Reeves, just like I want to make a Batman trilogy, but I want it to be its own thing. And they're like, all right, go. Yeah, you know, do your thing. You have Todd Phillips, like I want to make a Joker movie. All right, and then now they're they're nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. You know, so they they have you know the opportunity to be able to do things like this. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, um, maybe Marvel starts doing that with their X-Men stuff. You know, we don't know what they're going to do yet. It's mm-hmm. probably going to be MCU. but Maybe the new we, mutants will bring in everyone. Maybe. God, maybe. But, you know, I'm. it's going to be curious to see what happens there. Yeah. And uh, hopefully the, the genre can thrive. I'm a big fan of the genre. I don't want to see it go away. Well, I mean, obviously you're wearing uh, an Avengers shirt and an immortal Iron Fist protector of Kung Lung hat. Yes. TV show's not very good, but yes. Um, but yeah, no, um, I, I think as long as you have other companies willing to take those risks, mm-hmm. the genre will be fine. We just might see the ups and downs of one particular company versus the other. Okay. And even then, it's not really competition, because both Kevin Feige and people at DC have said this all along. Like, they want... Like, Marvel wants DC films to do well, and DC wants Marvel films to do well, because yeah. if their films do well, then that means they're going to go out and see their comic book exactly. films. Because if comic book films are doing well, then all comic book films are going to do yeah, well. They... It's not like a one's mm-hmm. going to do bad while the other one doesn't. It's not like that. Yeah. Like, they, they're constantly complimenting each other. Like, whenever yeah. Captain Marvel made stupid money, mm-hmm. uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot were yeah. just applauding it. Mm-hmm. And then when Wonder Woman came out, just like you had Mark Ruffalo, and people yeah. were just being like, wow, that movie was fantastic. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's an interesting question, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that the, obviously we can talk about this for hours. But yeah, it is an. Int- I'm curious to see where it goes because mm-hmm. we just have to kind of wait and see. Because the whole, I mean, the Infinity Saga is what drove it. So maybe like this whole new saga that comes out, maybe just fucking bombs. Because you know, People I mean, you think never it's know. over. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're gonna see how Black Widow does and Eternals, mm-hmm. and I think that'll be kind of the test of the is you know the test gonna, of time of it. Yeah, yeah. Is it gonna be okay? We'll see. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what's going to happen. Me too. We shall see. Um, but what else do you want to talk about? Um, speaking of comic book movies, this yeah. is going to be a big comic book movie episode. We're so sorry for those of you who don't like them. You know, all... Who doesn't like comic book movies? Maybe, like... Kyler. <laughs> sorry, Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but basically, um, the, uh, Sony's Morbius. Yes. Had a very, very out. interesting stuff came out of that. Yes, yes. Um, you know, part of the Venom-verse. Venom... <laughs> <laughs> with all the Spider-Man villains, uh, Morbius Living Vampire. Very cool to see um, Morbius in a movie. And, you know, it sucks that he's not going to be with Spider-Man, but I never thought I'd see Morbius on the big screen. He, he was, could be with Spider-Man. Uh, which we'll get to in just a second. But, uh, you know, I, I always saw him in the video games and the comic books, and I was like, oh, what a cool character. But, you know, never thought I'd see him. Uh, Jared Leto was playing the character. He's a great actor. He, he wants to bounce back in that comic book world after Suicide Squad. Oh, I'm sure he's pissed. Yeah, but well, uh, he, I mean, he is pissed. But yeah, but um, it's the movie. When I'm watching the trailer, the movie looks pretty interesting. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh well, you know, it doesn't look too bad. You know, hopefully, because I, I wasn't a big fan of Venom, made a lot of money, and I'm proud of it. But like, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. He's whack. I know. It's a great movie. Uh, it's not. But uh, but I'm like, all right, I, I can get into Morbius. You know, let's let, let's go check it out. You know, he's a, he's a fascinating character, and it looks like that they're gonna do him well. Very nice trailer. Then you see a Spider-Man mural on the wall with Murderer written across. Not it. just Spider-Man. Rainy Spider-Man. But but Murderer was a reference to Far From Home, so I was a little confused. But even then, I was like, oh, wow, they actually put... Sp-. I'm like, well, Sony owns Spider-Man. They can do what they want. But I thought part of the deal was they couldn't reference MCU stuff. So, man, I mean, wow. Maybe they in the new deal that they remade, maybe they worked it out. So I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. You're like, interesting. Yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. And then... Big bombshell at the end of the trailer. Michael Keaton's there. Not just Michael Keaton. It, it's very heavily implied that it's Vulture Michael Keaton because he's wearing the same outfit as his prison same uniform outfit from and Homecoming. Same dialect and same. Yeah, like he sounds like him, like everything. Yeah. Watch him then do that, and he's like, "Oh, my name's Brad." Like in the movie. Yeah, right. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't put him in the trailer if he wasn't Vulture. Yeah. And 
so like an MCU characters in this movie. So like, is Morbius part of the MCU or is Sony trying to say like, no, well, Spider-Man? The MCU is part of the Venomverse. Oh my god! Get out of here! This has been planted since 2008. Oh Sony is the mastermind behind all of it. My god! Yes, let me tell you. No, but uh, and it, what it, and Kevin Feige's statements when they made the new deal of like, oh, Spider-Man can hop universes. But I'm thinking, is Sony trying to say Spider-Man has its own world? Like, if you Venn diagram this, yeah. does, like, Spider-Man have his own world, and Andy's part of the MCU, but the MCU isn't part of the Spider-Man world? Is that what they're trying to do? I'm afraid it's going to confuse people, but I'm not going to complain about it. Like, if I'm going to see Vulture in a movie again, I don't give a fuck what movie it's in. I'm going to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm worried that audiences are going to get confused. I hope that maybe they just release a statement that's like, here's what's happening. Yeah. It might not be till after Morbius comes out. But I still want to. I'm still curious as to what they're gonna do with it. Nick had an interesting point. Um, Talk about Nick's point. He said that because I, I asked him if he thought Vulture was gonna, assuming it's Vulture, which it, I it, it probably is. is yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't want to assume it because it's not the movie's not out yet. It could be a deleted scene or whatever, and never make the final cut. But regardless, uh, I asked him what his role was gonna be in the movie and Nick said that he thinks that's just going to be at the end of the movie kind of showing that it is a bigger universe and it's going to set up the Sinister Six with oh. both this Sony's and wanting, Venom 2. Sony has been wanting to do Sinister Six for since Amazing Spider-Man 2. They wanted yeah. to do that for fucking ever, man. Which, I mean, it would make sense because they have Venom, they have Carnage, they have Morbius, they have... Vulture. Vulture, Scorpion... And maybe Mysterio's still alive. That is six that I count. Oh, and they're making a Craven movie, so maybe it's Craven. That's seven that I count. Maybe not Venom. Maybe Venom's helping Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe not and Mysterio. Maybe he's actually dead. Yeah. You know, but... So many questions. We'll no see. No answers. Yeah. We shall see. But uh, he, he brought up that point. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. so I'm curious that the deal that they worked out. Yeah. Because, you know, Marvel has to get something out of that deal. So I'm wondering... Yeah, what, one more Spider-Man MCU, and then they're and then one more, jacking him over to so, Sony. Yeah, I, I do think they are going to be done after that. I don't think there's going to be another deal. That was so shitty mm-hmm. of Disney. Yeah. And I do not blame Sony at all no, for what they plan on doing in the future and what they yeah, have said. They own the character. Legally own the character. Like, and Disney's going to bully them? Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, that was that was kind of shitty of them. And everyone was against Sony at that time, but it I was know. like it was kind of Disney that that yeah. kind of fucked that up. But uh, but yeah. But I'm happy. I'm happy. Spider Man's in the MCU. I'm happy that Sony's doing their thing. Yeah. I'm happy they're successful. I just wish the fucking movies were better. That's the only thing I I wish. Um, what was a bad movie? Venom. I didn't like Venom. Okay, false, but is uh, is there more to your argument? Or? I'm hoping that Morbius is good. Oh, no, it's going to be good. Because uh, Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, masterpieces. Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2, fucking great. Uh, Venom, yeah. And, uh, let's, yeah, you good? You I'm, sleeping? I'm, I'm great, oh, I'm okay. great. <laughs> I'm just praying that the movies are going to be good. They will be. Have faith, because they're going to win Best Picture. Yeah, well, I I don't know about that one. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay. Well, they're going to win Best Picture this year, and yeah. Well, Amy Pascal might. Little Women's nominated. We shall see. Um, well, Once Upon a Time is a Sony movie, too. Oh, that's true, that's true. That's, that's kind of what I was referencing, but... Oh, okay, okay. Whatever. Fucking Jesus Christ, sorry, my God, damn I it. Fucking, I didn't know how to Jesus. blow your teeth over there for that fucking joke. I know, my God. Um, what else is up though? What's up? Uh, let's talk about movies from 2004. Oh, here we go. Fuck. Because 
I, I like this little thing that we're doing. Yeah, it's cute. It's really fun. And you know, let's uh, talk into microphones across the table into cameras. Yep, it's fun. 2003 had some bangers. So let's talk about 2004, shall we? Oh my god. Troy came out in 2004. Troy. It's the Brad Pitt it. one, the Greek myth. I watched a movie that that director with about did. Achilles. Yeah, Das Boot. Didn't really care for Das Boot, so... Yeah. I, this movie's yeah. very divisive. I know some people who really love the movie, and I know some people who fucking can't stand the movie. Yeah, how do you I, feel? I know it hurt Brad Pitt's career. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Or he was, at least he was worried after it. He actually recently spoke about that. Hmm. But well, uh, he's doing fine now. Yeah, right, he's great. No, but I... <laughs> I don't dislike the movie, okay. but I don't think it's great. It's just kind of okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, the best Harry Potter movie came out, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, which I know you haven't seen any of the Harry Potters, Jesus Christ. But a Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, to me, is the best Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. and it came out that year. It was directed by Alfonso Cuaron. Ah, yes. okay. And it is awesome, Brian. Watch these fucking movies, hmm. especially the third one. Uh, there's a pivotal... Pivotal... Pivotal movie, god damn, uh, movie that came out in two thousand four. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Called Layer Cake. Oh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig, yep. directed by Matthew Vaughn. Yes, we love Matthew Vaughn. The reason this movie is so near and dear to my heart is because studios and uh, I don't know who's in charge of James Bond. They watched this movie and they were like, "That's our next James Bond." Two years later, Casino Royale. That's true. That's true. And you want to hear some shit? Yeah. Never seen Layer Cake. It's decent. Like, it's not great. It's not bad. Yeah. But it's just like, okay. It's like a, it's like Matthew Vaughn doing a Guy Ritchie crime okay. movie is kind of the best and, way to describe it. And they are it. friends, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a fun movie. And at, if you watch it, I mean, obviously he's James Bond now, but like at the time you didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You watch it and you're like... He's he's giving his own James Bond impression before he's James Bond. Like yeah. that's just you buy into it and it's, it's cool. That's cool. That is yeah. cool. Guess what else came out in 04? Hmm. Mean Girls. My that God. movie is fantastic. It is still in pop culture to yes. this day. Love Mean Girls. The musical's good too. <laughs> White Chicks came out in 2004. No way. Yeah, dude. Oh, I love that movie. It's so funny. You want to talk about mothers. <laughs> Jesus. Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless Mind came out. Uh, have you seen I that yet? Watched it. Oh my god, that movie <laughs> is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I know. I've, I've heard great things about it for years. I just never got around to watching it yet. Damn. Well, hopefully you've seen this movie, SpongeBob SquarePants the movie. I guess I've seen that movie. Come on. <laughs> Best picture worthy? Yeah. Should have won. To be honest. Honestly, um, Crash came out in two thousand four. The gay cowboy movie, yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that was the narrative around Brokeback yeah, Mountain. Yeah, that's why Brokeback lost, because it became the gay cowboy Which movie. Which is fucking stupid. Kind of like how Shape of Water almost became the fish-banging movie, yeah. and it almost suffered the same fate. God, um, people are but stupid. speaking of that, uh, Brokeback Mountain also came out in 2004. A movie I haven't seen, but I've heard nothing but great things about yep. it. Yep. First, I think Heath Ledger's first nomination. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Um... The Terminal came out in 2004, which is a Steven Spielberg movie, and it's awful. Terminal. I haven't seen it. Tom Hanks lives in an airport. Lame. Yep. Um, I mean, to be honest, if that wasn't going to kill his career, it should have been Jaws. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Don't trigger me with making fun of Jaws. Um, National Treasure came out in 2004. God damn, and they're going to do a third one. Yes, where's Nicholas when you need him? God. Uh, What a... You know what? 
Those two movies are so much fun. They are fun I don't as fucking hell. care what anyone yes, says. I love them. I and, love those two films. Oh god, Nick Cage. What a what a guy. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. God, I've seen that movie once. What a trilogy. What a trilogy. What, there's that one, Guantanamo Bay, and... And then Christmas. There's a, a Harold and Kumar Christmas. Oh, God damn it. What a trilogy. Uh, the best of the series, Shrek 2, came out. Shrek 2 is fucking awesome. <laughs> that is a great movie. With Puss in Boots, Antonio Banderas. Yes, yes. Also, um... Oh, my God. The Thomas Jane Punisher movie came out in 2004. Dolph Lundgren's better, but whatever. Oh, shut the fuck up. Uh, that movie Saul. is not good. No, I'm not done. Oh. That movie fuck. is not good. <laughs> but Thomas Jane is such a good Punisher. And he voiced the character in a video game as well. Dude. And I'm in the short film they did in 2012, mm-hmm. awesome. I miss Thomas Jane. Although John Bernthal is perfect. The uh, the fight scene with the Russian. Oh, so good. One of the best fight scenes in cinema history. Like, I, it's just I love so it. fucking good. I love that scene. Uh, but Saul came out. Our boy James Wan and Lee Wynell. Yes. And uh, Jason Blum. Was he attached to this or no? But he's so. friends with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but God, what a, that movie! So that whole series is good. The Incredibles. Brad Bird. And don't think you can sneak by saying that whole series <laughs> is good. It's only the first Saw movie is good. God. Um. Oh my God! The Notebook came out in two thousand four. Haven't seen it, dude. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. That movie's so good. Yeah. I love The Notebook. Ryan Gosling, Rachel McAdams, perfect chemistry. Great actors, both beautiful. Script's a little cheesy. Doesn't matter. It's lovely. Lovely film. I love it. God, I definitely don't miss the time whenever, like, each year there's a Nicholas Sparks movie coming out. Like, fucking no. But I never really got into that. Uh, there's a comedy that came out. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Club Dread? No. It's uh, Broken Lizard, the comedy group that does Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a horror uh, it's like a horror comedy. It is actually really funny and really, really good. I've yeah. never seen it. Uh, it's I think they have like a trilogy, kind of what uh, Edgar Wright has, like with his three different movies. They have three different movies, but it's like a trilogy. Okay. Um, very funny, very hard to find. If you can find it, please watch it. Interesting. Interesting. But uh, speaking of Edgar Wright, Shaun of the Dead came out this year. Oh yes, it did. I actually just watched that with Hannah the other night. It was her first time seeing it. What? <laughs> it's her first time watching it. What? She loved it. Good. Yes. Has she watched the trilogy or just the... We watched that and Hot Fuzz. What'd she think? She... I don't know which one she likes better, but she loves both of them. My personal... I love can, Hot... Can we get her hot take right here? Right. Yeah. Hannah! Come here! That's what oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on here. Sit down. Sit down. We need your hot take on Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. Which one do you like We're more? We're talking about movies from 2004. Oh, okay. Well, hello. Hello, everyone. This is Hannah. This is my lovely girlfriend. Hello. Hello. Um, wait, what was the question? So, Hot Fuzz. Uh, so, we're talking about 2004 movies. Okay. Uh, Shaun of the Dead came out in 2004. Dalton was just sure. saying you just watched it for the first time the other day, which yeah. shocked me. Yeah. So, I wanted to get your thoughts on Shaun of the Dead and what you liked more, that or Hot Fuzz. Honestly, I really liked both of them. I really like Edgar Wright. Uh, we watched... Um, baby driver and i was like i like this guy and then you know since then i was like super excited to see the rest of his work so first off i really like both of them um but 
If I had to pick one, I really, really liked Shaun of the Dead. Okay. I love horror, and I love the whole, like, it's both funny and horror, and I think they did it a really good way of combining kind of like Evil Dead 2, mm-hmm. kind of, like, that aspect. So I really, really liked it. Um, I really like Hot Fuzz too. don't get me wrong, but um, I think overall, yeah, Shaun of the Dead. Okay, Why? that's solid. What, was, what did you guys pick? Uh, I'd say Hot Fuzz. I, I personally like Hot Fuzz, too. Really? But, but, but I... But I know many people who like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Like their I don't know. I don't yes. know. I really like it. It's good. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Cool. You yeah. are so welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> Please don't put that in. It's going in. It's going in. You know what's really upsetting? Hmm. She's like a way better host than I am at like three seconds. I know. What the fuck? Yeah. Step up your game. I it's. Like trash. <laughs> Hi, I'm trash. <laughs> Kill Bill, volume two. Yep. Yep. My personal favorite of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I was talking with this. Uh, I was talking about this with someone at work because mm-hmm. um, I believe uh, who the fuck is the drunk punch love guy? Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, no, not that guy. Who's the Grand Budapest Hotel guy? Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Uh, I think he's coming out with a movie soon that was supposed to be like four hours long, and he was going to do something like this, like mm-hmm. film it as one movie but release it as two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that'd be fascinating for more directors to do this. Yeah. Not like a sequel, but like just film one movie, split it up. I yeah. think that'd be fascinating. That would be really cool. But yeah, I just I wish more directors filmed one movie, released it as two, rather than just doing a solo movie, it doing well, and then making a sequel. Um, but that's just kind of my hot take on that real quick. Yes. Uh, guess what else came out in 2004? Hmm. Napoleon Dynamite. It's my understanding you don't really like that movie. Is that who? Yes. The, okay. movie, the movie didn't quite work for me, but I understand that like a lot of people really love this movie, and mm-hmm. I don't want to take that away from them. I just personally didn't love it. Yeah. Although there's one part that makes me laugh very hard, and it's when uh, he's like, your mom goes to college, and the girl starts to cry. For some reason, I was like, that's hilarious. But everything mm-hmm. else, it didn't really work for me. That's fair. Um, one of my favorite comedies of all time came out, Dodgeball. I was about to say Dodgeball, dude. <laughs> dude I love Dodgeball. What a fucking great movie. If you can dodge a wrench, you can, you can dodge, dodge a ball. ball. So good. God, Rest fucking... in peace, Rip Thorn. Yeah. Also, he'll, um, he'll be he'll be on this year's uh, Oscars uh, uh, in memoriam. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Damn it. Oh, Million Dollar Baby came out in 2004. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Amazing Clint Eastwood directed film. I haven't seen any of his directed movies. You are whack. But oh, yeah. um, yes, Million Dollar Baby is really, really great film. Really emotional. More emotional than I expected it to be when I first saw it. Yeah? Yes. Um, a movie that I personally love that isn't well received mm-hmm. is The Alamo. Okay. With fucking yeah. Dennis Quaid, yeah. Billy Bob... Thornton, like fucking that movie is just, in my opinion, it is so good. And I love uh, historical movies. I love war movies and fucking best of both. And I just love the story of the Alamo. Um, but yeah, no, I just, I thoroughly love that movie. Yeah, no, cool. Uh, the Born Supremacy came out in 2004. I haven't seen it. Unbelievable. And this is actually my personal favorite Born film. Is this the second one? Or yes. One? Second, second one. Okay. Um, it does have one really bad action sequence in it. Mm-hmm. But all the other action's great. And just to me, it's my favorite personal Bourne movie. Because when you watch the franchise, to me, this was Bourne's most emotionally challenging movie okay. that he had to go through. And I know the popular best one is the third one. And the third one's excellent. But to me, I really, really connected with the second film. And mm-hmm. I really, really enjoy it. When we eventually get past James Bond on Franchise Spotlight, yeah, we'll, go over the fuck's to, in charge of that? we'll go over to Bourne and we'll we'll do that. Yes. Um, oh, hold on. Man on Fire yeah. came out in 2004. Have you seen, seen that? It. Nope. 
Really underrated movie directed by Tony Scott, Ridley Scott's brother. It has Denzel Washington, and he plays the bodyguard of, I believe it's Dakota Fanning. Yes. And he, she gets kidnapped, and it's just him trying to save her. Hmm. But it's a really, really fun action film. Okay. And, like, it didn't get it good... It kind of re- sounds like a equalizer. Sort of. It didn't get good reviews at first, but, like, over time, people have, like, gone back and, like, you know, Man on Fire, that was a really good, really fun movie. Hmm. So, like, I like Man on Fire. Interesting. Um... <laughs> Uh, oh. Team America World Police. Uh, hello. Beautiful film. God, that movie Beautiful is so film. fucking, like, harsh. But it's just, it's funny. So uh, it's the South Park guys who did it, right? I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Mm. I think so. Don't quote me on that, but I'm mm. pretty sure it's the South Park guys who did it. Either way, it's great. Yeah. So let's talk about the best film of 2004 real quick. Uh, Spider-Man 2, ladies and gentlemen. Spider-Man 2 came out in 2004. One of the greatest comic book films of all time. I try to watch it at least like two or three times a year. I thoroughly love that film. More and more each time I watch it. Mm -hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Love Sam Raimi. Love it all. Oh, yeah. No, it's a great fucking movie. Um, But the best of the whole franchise would be AVP. You know what? Ryan's fired. I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) I I didn't want to have to do this on camera, but like, Jesus Christ. Uh, I... I have not seen this movie since I was a child, but so I remember bad. watching it and loving it so much. Don't, and I don't know. Why. Don't watch it again. Yeah. Don't 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 okay. ruin that that love you have. Okay. Oh my god. Hmm. Oh, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy came out. The Hellboy two? No, 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 just Hellboy. No, but I, he didn't do the first Hellboy. He did. No, he didn't. Oh, not? no, wait. Yes, he did. I'm thinking of Blade. What the fuck? Yeah. Hellboy. Really fun movie. Um, David Harbour movie. one's better. No, it fucking isn't. Am I the only one in the world that thinks so? Yes. Because the only reason you like it is because it has that fucking Motley Crue song at the end. Which was a huge joke going into the movie because the oh, nerd just came out around God. the same time. And I was like, you know what? Motley Crue is the does, fucking he does, he does these time. things just to upset me, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. yeah the fucking bear. <sighs> I, Robot. Remember that fucking movie with Will Smith? Oh my god, yeah. I love that dumb movie so much. It's kind of silly, but I love it. I love every second of it. Speaking of dumb movies, The Polar Express. What, what do you mean dumb? I don't like the movie. The only thing I like about it is the hot cocoa sequence. <laughs> that shit slaps really hard. The song, the choreography, like just fucking everything I just about love it. The, the conductor so much. And I look like the kid who likes trains. You like trains? No, but uh, no. The, just Tom Hanks as a conductor because the whole movie he's just like, we're gonna be late. God damn it! I've never fucking been late before. Like God. And of course he's not gonna be late because it's Christmas and it's magical. Yeah. But he still like freaks out. Then when he gets there on time, he's just like, oh, like I don't know. I thought that shit was funny. CGI doesn't look as good, but interesting movie. Uh, but I mean, it great it had to happen great, to get the CGI and great the motion. children's book. Yeah, never read it. Really? I'm I'm illiterate. <laughs> I mean, I knew that, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, Anchorman! The first Anchorman came out in 2004. You have never fucking seen Anchorman. I've seen two. The second one. <clears throat> Every OCD person who's watching this just hung themselves. I, ho- <laughs> I hope you, you feel responsible for their deaths. What the hell? Yeah, no, it... I mean, I, I think two's still funny. I know some people don't like it, but yeah. dude, the first Anchorman, so fucking good. You gotta get on that. Uh, what's the song? Rain or sky rockets in flight. Pew! Afternoon delight. delight. Whoop! 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, Ray, the one where Jamie Foxx plays Ray Charles, came out really good. Really I actually great haven't film. seen it. Really great film. Yeah, uh, he won the Oscar for it too. Yeah. Um, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zazu. That's a Wes Anderson movie. He's a hack. We just <laughs> talked about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have not seen any of his movies. It's it's it's. It, I've only seen this movie once. It's been a long time, but I remember liking it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to watch it again. Uh, he might, you know. I I, I might. Uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for, but I think that's Nick's favorite movie of his. Really, I know he at least enjoys it. Um, but yeah, you have to talk to him about it. Yeah. Also, um. I've never seen any of these films, but I love Richard Linklater as a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and he has this franchise called the Before Trilogy. And the first one, with, uh... it's Ethan Hawke yeah. and um, uh, Julie Dipley, okay. or Delpy, however you say her name. And it's D- D- fuck her, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's three movies: Before Sunset, um, Before Sunrise, and Before Midnight. Mm-hmm. And apparently, all, all three are like critical darlings. Like apparently, all three are phenomenal. And they take place like after many, many years. And it's about them reconnecting and finding each other. Hmm. And I've heard that they're excellent. And the first one came out this year, but I've never seen any of them. Mm-hmm. But I hear great things. Yeah. Uh, just the last movie that I want to bring up. Mm-hmm. I, have, um, I have two more. Okay. Um, it's Fifty First Dates. I genuinely love this movie. It's a really fun movie. Which is funny because I hate Adam Sandler. Uh comedies comedies yeah thank you i was trying to think of the word but uh i'm just saying i I just hate adam sandler (laughs) (laughs) right uh i just i hate his comedies because they're all the same especially 50 first dates but just something about it is just fun someone's never seen happy gilmore over here uh someone's never seen billy madison or the wedding singer i watched like five minutes of billy madison couldn't stand it you have to watch that whole movie it is beautiful it's beautiful happy gilmore have you seen that Yes. Really? Yeah. I think that's my favorite Adam Sandler. I've seen it once. Big Daddy? No. The Wedding Singer? Nope. God damn it. See? Yeah, no. I've seen it more of rom coms. That's the fucking word I'm looking for. Okay. Rom coms. I don't like his rom coms. Okay. I feel better. I do feel better. Well, 50 First Dates is really good. Yeah. I do have two more. Okay. Hotel Rwanda? Oh my god, what a great movie. Yes, Don Cheadle kills it in that movie. God, that movie makes me cry, dude. Mm hmm. Really good. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, in 2004, a film came out that was really overlooked by the Academy. And it's one of those that, like, I still have not gotten over. It's a joke. I know it is. <laughs> Fuck. I'm just trying to keep can I, it can I Can I guess the movie? Okay. I, I didn't look you at your phone, but I want to guess. Yeah. Can I get two? Actually, you, you get two guesses. Okay. First one is Shark Tale. No, but I'm. That is a great movie. Two is Garfield, the movie. No. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about Scooby Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. Okay, yeah. You know what, Academy? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I think it's better than the first one. Yeah. And James Gunn wrote it. Oh. Just the part with Fred when he gets on the horse and goes against the Black Knight and um, Wanted Dead or Alive starts playing. That was everything when I was a child. I hope that's in the script. I hope like, so I hope too. James Gunn just fucking wrote that and was like, Haha, this is hilarious. Yes, I hope so too. I hope so too. Well, I think that'll that'll pretty much do it for, for today's episode. I mean, there are some other 2004 movies, but I kind of got all the ones I wanted to discuss. Absolutely. 
Um, thank you guys so much for watching. We always greatly appreciate you stopping by. Um, if you haven't done so, please subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash C slash Movie Nights with a K. On Facebook at Movie Nights, on Instagram and Twitter at Nights underscore Movie. And uh, yeah, again, thank you very much for watching, and we hope to see you guys soon. Bye.